This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1032, Band 9 Time Idioms for IELTS Task 2 Essays. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Formal idioms are a perfect way to meet the requirement of less common lexical items that are needed for a seven or higher on vocab. Today, we teach you four formal idioms related to time that can be included to level up your task two essays. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Aubrey. How's it going? I am great. How are you today? I'm good, but enough about me. You have a story, right? You you said you had something exciting to share. Yeah, this is so fun. So my daughter turned 15 and in um, Mexico, at least, maybe other Spanish-speaking cultures, they have a quinceanera when a girl turns 15. It's like a big party sort of um, marking your transition from childhood to adulthood. I've never been able to go to one. I've never, but I've heard great things. I've never been to one either, but I like, I hear about them all the time. I know. And they look so fun. So I have a couple of neighbors from Mexico and they threw my daughter a surprise quinceanera last night. No way. Oh my gosh. That's so sweet. That was so sweet. And it was so fun. They love throwing parties. It's really fun. And it was quite small. It was in her backyard with just our neighbors, because COVID, but it was a really, really fun. They like decorated adorable with it's like bright yellow and teal. And we got her a dress because they had, I was in on it. Right. And we had all the little kids learn to dance because usually you have lots of friends or kids or something do a little coordinated dance. So they've been practicing this dance. It was the cutest thing you've ever seen. All these balloons and decorations and so fun. And they did like a taco bar. It was Oh, she oh had so gosh. much fun and she felt so loved because, yeah. you know, people had spent time to plan this and she was so surprised. She didn't see it coming, which is the most fun. So she got to have a quinceanera. That it's is awesome. beautiful. You know, I love oh my it. gosh, that is so sweet. There are so many sweet aspects to that story. I feel like we could talk about this for an hour, like how inspiring and heartwarming this event is. Like just knowing that this happened for your daughter. Whom I've never met. Like, I don't know any of these people, but because of your description, I am just like, especially the the, the colors, right? Like teal. It's not just blue. It's not just green. It's teal. But these like really great details, picturing a beautiful dress, the, the look of surprise and happiness on her face. Like, I 
love that story so much. Totally. So I almost wish it was like a sample part two answer so I could I know. talk I about it for a full two that. minutes without feeling guilty about going on and on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it sounds like that might have been the time of your daughter's life. Um, it was the time of her life. <laughs> up until now. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, we're talking about idioms related to time today. Um, that's why I said that. Yes, that's a great thing. You are the queen of segues. Like transition <laughs> into the topic. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know if it was the time of her life. That was purely for a segue. The time of someone's life. That's like the best thing ever in your whole life, right? Or yeah. no, I guess it could just describe a really, really, really fun time. So that would work totally. for the Keatsy Yes, because we do. We use that hyperbolically, right? To exaggerate. Yeah. Be like, oh, it was the time of my life. And maybe it wasn't really the best thing that's ever happened to you, but because it was really fun, really yeah. exciting, you would still call it the time of your life for sure. That always makes me think of the movie Dirty Dancing um, because oh, that's song. one of like the the quintessential I, – I can't sing the song because of copyright, but yes, don't sing listeners, it. but it's so good. I hope you've watched that movie. And if you haven't, please watch Dirty Dancing. Um, I still reference this movie like – on the reg, like regularly, I will talk about Dirty Dancing. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Guys, Such you have line. to watch this movie. It's so quotable. Talk about it on IELTS. Okay. So what are we to getting into today? Vocab idioms about time. Now, why is it so important to talk about formal idioms related to time? What is the purpose? Yes, good question. So we actually had a student in our Three Keys IELTS Facebook group ask just yesterday, he was saying, do we have to use idiomatic expressions in the writing tasks in order to get a high score? And this is why you have to learn formal idioms, because you can't use phrasal verbs and informal idioms and slang in task two. It's way too informal. You have to keep your vocabulary conducive and appropriate for a task two essay. But you do have to use those less common lexical resources, idioms and native expressions that the average student wouldn't use in order to get a seven or higher. So this is why it's so vital to learn more formal idioms. Exactly. And that's, like you said, Aubrey, students, that's the conundrum, right? If you are not, if you don't have access to coaches like us, right? Like the students, the three key students in our Facebook group. Um, I mean, you could write us an email or ask us a question on social media. Definitely subscribe to this podcast, guys, because we talk about vocab and everything related to IELTS. Three new episodes every week. So hit subscribe. But you know, that's not immediate. So how do you know when you're studying by yourself at home, how do you know if this idiom you discovered is appropriate for task two, right? Because if it's too informal or too common or not used anymore, it's not going to help your score. So it's a waste of time learning this new vocabulary phrase. So it is very helpful to have access to people like us um, that you can ask if it's appropriate because you know the idioms help your score, but which ones? That's the conundrum. So exactly. today we're it going even to took us a few yeah. minutes because we were like, okay, we want to talk about idioms for time. And we were throwing out several, and so many of them are too informal. They'd totally. be great for speaking, maybe, you know, or like a task one letter, but they don't, and we had to like 
because it just comes naturally to us. Of course, we've heard them. But for you guys, that's why it's so important to listen to this podcast, to learn them in context, learn what's formal. So all of the ones we're going to teach you today are perfect for writing task two. They're formal enough to use. Yep. Okay. It's tricky, guys. So let's clear up a part of the conundrum. I can't stop saying that word because it's for a great some reason, <laughs> it's like just really fun for me to say that word today. Um, and it's very formal. Great for task two, guys. So a conundrum is a, a riddle, a thought problem that you cannot solve, but we're going to help you solve it. So the first phrase, guys, at a breaking point. This is a formal phrase that is powerful. It's full of imagery for me. It's like you are on the verge, maybe a person is on the verge of just like collapsing, or a situation is on the verge of disaster, right? To reach a breaking point, to hit a breaking point, or to be at a breaking point. So a lot of these phrases, guys, are perfect for problem solution essays, especially because you're describing big problems, right? Like environmental issues, right? The um, global warming is going to be at a breaking point um, soon, <laughs> like in our lifetime. It means like we're on the verge of disaster, Exactly, right? This means it, don't use it. It is a little specific, like you were saying, for very big problems when something's really at the worst it could be, right? But like you were saying, so many task two essays, we're talking about extremes. You're being asked about extremes, things for healthcare or the environment or government. And so it's often going to fit to be able to talk about, you know, if government doesn't take action soon, this problem will be at a breaking point. Yeah, completely. Um, healthcare, right? The current pandemic. I think there are so many applications for that phrase, especially. And again, guys, like that's why we're teaching you these phrases because these are applicable to so many different IELTS topics, right? Um, so, okay. Since time immemorial, I love this phrase. I taught you this phrase in a blog post, guys, from 2018. It's a while ago, guys, but but it's still on our website. If you go to allearsenglish.com and search um, five formal idioms for IELTS writing task two, this phrase is in there. So since time immemorial, it just means forever. Like this has been a thing forever. So I think this is perfect for the first sentence of a lot of task two essays, right? Um, education has been on the minds of parents since time immemorial. Um, <laughs> healthcare has been um, uh, discussed by doctors and citizens alike since time immemorial. I don't know, like this could apply to so many things that have just been an issue forever for so long. Yes, that's such an interesting high-level phrase. <clears throat> Natives use it, but I guarantee you students don't very often. So the examiner's looking at their, yes, uncommon lexical resource. Awesome, right? Yeah, <laughs> Checking the box. totally. Totally. Completely, completely. It's super interesting and impressive. Um, definitely a band nine phrase. Definitely write that down, guys, because it can go in the first sentence of almost any task two essay, I'm going to say. Like, <laughs> it's the, the perfect IELTS vocab phrase to learn today. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, now, next phrase, race against time. What does that mean, Aubrey? That's an interesting phrase. Yeah, it means that something is time sensitive, right? That something needs to happen soon. So again, for healthcare environment, you could talk about, you know, the government is in a race against time, trying to convince its constituents, trying to convince people that something needs to be done, that taxpayer funds need to go toward this. Because you're saying same kind of thing, that... If something doesn't change soon, there's going to be a problem. We're in a race against time. Yeah, totally. Think about all of the um, pharmaceutical companies, right? They were in a race against time for the past year trying to come up with COVID vaccines. They still are trying to come up with um, ones that don't cause blood clots, um, trying to come up with vaccines that are safe for children. Um, So... Again, like very applicable at now. <laughs> so in a lot of your speaking part three and writing task two answers, right? Um, and then for any issue that Aubrey said that is like at a breaking point, right? Yes, Where right. like it's it could be applied to a lot of the same situations. I can right. see it being used for schooling too. We in the past we talked totally. about um, taking a gap year and you can use it for something on a smaller scale too, to say like students are in a race against time to finish their education and start working so that they can pay off their debts and make their way in the world. Right. Same kind of thing. It just means you've, time is not your friend here. Time is not on your side. (laughs) You know, that is a lifelong struggle. Try and make time your friend. I think that's like when we feel the most stressed out is when time is not our friend. I mean, IELTS students, right? If you have your IELTS test coming up, you are feeling a lot of these idioms right now, right? Um, If your test is soon and you haven't prepared the way you know you need to, you will be at a breaking point very soon and you're going to realize, oh, no, I'm not ready for my test. I know, right? So prepared now. (laughs) Right, exactly, exactly. Um, You're in a race against time. You have to get these scores at a certain time so you can go to university, so you can fulfill the requirements for the PR. Um, You know, here's another thing, guys. Like, if you personalize these idioms, you'll remember them better. So there's that. And soon, with your study, you will be at the 11th hour. It'll be the day before the exam, and it'll be too late to improve anymore. And this is our next expression at the 11th yeah, hour. Nice. I love this one. It just there means last go. minute. Right? Segway Look at queen. me segueing. <laughs> You know, I feel like this makes me think of action movies when um, everything comes down to the 11th hour in action movies, right? So, guys, I mean, like, think about it. Um, Usually we go on a 12-hour clock. I know it's a 24-hour clock, but this is what it comes from, right? To be at the 11th hour. It's like you... You have one more hour until it's over and you're going to die or something. Like, that's kind of the the image.
imagery, I think of Bruce Willis in a skyscraper in Die Hard. Like, totally. It's at the 11th hour. If you don't cut the red wire, then the bomb will go off. So it's really just like, oh, last minute to, to save everything or it will explode. <laughs> exactly. So on any task to essay, if you're talking about especially problem solution, you could say, we are at the 11th hour with this issue. And you're, you're saying the same kind of thing that like time is running out. We need to make a change soon. Totally, totally. So again, guys, all of these idioms are perfect for problem solution essays, right? I think if we just make a decision where you're going to use these, you're more likely to use them. Don't just memorize vocab and be like, oh, I'm going to use it on my IELTS exam. When? Where? Talking about what? Like, just decide, okay, these are great for problem solution essays. Um, and that's not to say you can't use them in other essays. I mean, advantage, disadvantage essays, right? These are great for disadvantages as well. These are great for talking about problems and issues, which are not just in problem solution essays. But what I'm saying is put these idioms in that box in your brain, right? And you will be able to access that box when you are talking about problems in a formal way on IELTS speaking and writing. All right, guys, this is one of those amazing episodes that will be on YouTube. So subscribe to our YouTube channel, IELTS Energy TV. And remember to hit subscribe on this podcast, three episodes every single week, plus bonuses. You'll miss the bonuses if you don't subscribe. And guys, you you don't want to miss these bonuses. I mean, I'm just going to say, all there's English app for Android. Stay tuned, guys. Don't miss that announcement. Um, all right. <laughs> Aubrey, thank you so much for discussing these time-sensitive idioms today. Yes, thanks. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.